George Floyd, rest in peace. We will continue to say your name just like we've continued to say the countless others. There has to be value. There has to be value on human life. No matter the color, there has to be value on human life. But as people are seeing right now, people are seeing right now, the way that everything is sort of shifted to looking at one race against the other, You're seeing people who don't have those same views, wasn't raised like that, and want to bring about the beauty of humanity. You see that everyone is standing for one, standing for all. I mean, I'm sorry, standing for all. You got powerful influencers standing for George Floyd, fighting for George Floyd, helping his family, protecting his family, protecting who he was, what he stood for. But you also see the ugliness, the hatred, the bigotry, corruption, Those things won't be, those things won't be tolerated anymore. As we see from cities across this nation, those things won't be tolerated anymore. We're standing against racism. We're hoping to rid our society of this epidemic. This is the worst epidemic of all, hatred. I have another episode to be uploaded on Monday. It's basically just once again me telling telling my audience why I do what I do. Why I am who I am. It has no mention of what's going on right now, but that's why I'm doing this now. seen I'm seeing a lot go on that I honestly thought things were getting better I mean I've been a victim of racism I've said it on this podcast I mean I have told every story but I've been a victim I feel horrible yeah, not for myself, but for those people. Good morning. Good morning. I felt horrible for those people because of the words that they were saying to me. And it's like, I'm thinking to myself at this moment, you're just, you're just saying words. You don't really, you don't really feel that way towards me personally. So that's why I didn't respond. And to be honest, to be honest, I've never responded really in, in 
that way that they were trying to get me to respond. Especially police. And I'm not trying to say that I'm that that it won't happen, it just hasn't happened yet. Have I been detained? Yeah. Have I been falsely accused? Yes. Have I been searched by police? Yes. Have I been called names? Yeah. Did it affect me as a person? Of course it did, because I was one of those naive individuals that viewed police officers as serve and protect all. Not put that badge on and all of a sudden you're better than me. I didn't come to find out that until I was much older. I don't want to speak on this case as if I know every detail and I know everything. We see what happened. We witnessed what happened. There's no way. There's no way for them to make us see something that wasn't there. No way. I mean, even though they're trying to say that he died from previous issues, uh, previous lung issues is what killed him. Suffocation didn't kill him. Now, I honestly don't see how you as a human being can look at that video and determine that knee to that man's neck multiple parts of his body because it wasn't just his knee yes it was his knee that's all over the media but it was multiple cops holding that poor individual down all over a counterfeit counterfeit $20 bill that was later found out to be real. And to find out that the individual that's in custody now and charged with the murder knew this man for over 17 years. Knew this individual for over 17 years. I'm not saying I can't see that being possible, but they said they worked together at some nightclub for over 17 years, so that there made what we witnessed personal. Made what we witnessed personal. Like maybe, like maybe the cop was viewed the individual as you know, maybe he was bigger than him. Maybe he maybe he was more popular with people than he was at that job. And he just saw this man at this moment to, to you know, show him who he was now. I'm a cop now. You're nothing. I'm a cop. You know, you have to do what I tell you to do, blah, blah, blah. You know how, you know how certain policemen are. Really abuse their authority. 
that's why I looked at it like, oh my God, he cold-blooded murdered that man. And he did it behind the badge. Now, I'm not going to say that all policemen are like that because they aren't. Not all law enforcement is like that. I've got good friends in law enforcement. I've got friends in law enforcement and I've had a, a lot of good interactions with law enforcement as well. Like I said, I've had some bad ones, of course. I just want all to be known and all to be recognized that everything isn't what you see. Because like I said, nobody knew that they knew each other for that long of a time. And they, there weren't any issues with them before. But there's been plenty of, plenty of well-documented cases with this individual, the police brutality, shooting people, um, you know, falsely accusing individuals and things of that nature. There's been plenty of documented cases and has anything happened to him? No. You know, nothing has happened to him. Nothing was, nothing was brought about. I mean, I honestly feel that he was brought into, you know, he wasn't arrested. He's being protected. Honestly, I honestly feel that. I honestly feel that, but... But hey, that's just that's just my feel on it. But it's more to it than just how I feel about this particular case. It's the effects of everything, the ripple effects. And I live in St. Louis, and St. Louis was very much a part of the movement a few years back with that unfortunate incident with Mike Brown, regardless of what you feel about it, how you feel about it. Do I agree with the looting? Do I agree with what they did to that target in that community? When I saw that target burn, I immediately looked at my wife and I got scared. And I wanted to just keep her in the house. Because she works for Target. And when I saw that building, like I said, I got scared. I got scared when I saw it. Because I don't know what I'd do if I got that phone call of my wife's in terror. They're destroying the store. They won't let us leave. Help, help. You know, things like that. The police are here. They're fighting. They're shooting. My only reaction would be to go get my wife by any means necessary. That would have been my only, would have been my only way that I knew how to respond to that. Not riot, not loot, but go get my wife by any means necessary. So I'm on guard, I'm ready to fight, I'm angry, I'm crying. Just like the rioters, just like the looters, just like the, pro the protesters. The underlying thing in all of this is fear. There's fear on both sides. 
I feel a lot of police officers did not get that badge because they wanted to be a cop and want to make a difference. A lot of police officers got that badge because they're fucking afraid. They're afraid. They're afraid of their own community. They're afraid of everyone. And the only way that they can feel comfortable enough in their own skin if they protect themselves by that gun and that badge. That's just my thought on it. Am I right? Probably not. There are a lot of good cops out there. I know there are. But you just have the few that's making it bad for the many. We need more of the few to stand up and show who they are. Just like a lot of the police officers are on Instagram and social media trying to make a difference by showing what they do in the community for everyone, not just their color, not just their kind. There's beauty on this planet. There's beauty in this society. There's beauty in there's beauty in this. I refuse to see otherwise. I refuse to let people argue with me and tell me, no, Harrison, you're wrong for not putting your fists in the air and screaming black power. You're wrong for that. I've been called so many different names because I'm not going to stand, though they feel that I don't stand with black people because I still have many different friends from many walks of life whom I love dearly. Because I don't go around quoting Malcolm X, quoting Martin Luther King, quoting Marcus Garvey, quoting Huey Newton. That I'm not black enough. No, I'm aware and so-called woke enough to know that I got five children. Me and my wife have five children. And if I've raised them to only see one color, they're going to miss out on so many other parts of that fucking rainbow. I do not want to do that to them. I do not want to do that to them. And I won't. Do I understand why they're rioting? Do I understand why they're looting hell? Yeah, I understand. Hell yeah, I understand why they're rioting and why they're looting. Their voices should be heard. When you silence, this is what you get. Do I agree that the rioting and the looting and the robbing of the Gucci stores and everybody that ran out of Target with a TV, does that have anything to do with George Floyd? Hell no. That ain't got nothing to do with George Floyd. But keep in mind, the police started those riots in Minnesota. The police started those riots. There's shop owners and store owners and managers all over Facebook and other social media outlets saying that, hey, I wanted to protect my business, but I couldn't stop them from what they were doing. No, these weren't protesters. No, these weren't rioters and looters. This was organized. So the only ones that organized things 
and police officers. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing when it's time to ignite. I'm not saying we weren't angry enough to loot, but we didn't start off that way when Mike Brown was murdered. Didn't start off that way. Those people could have destroyed Ferguson because plenty of people saw him get murdered cold blood in the street. They could have destroyed them. They could have fought the cops then. Did they? No. They went about it peacefully. They went about it peacefully. I played rugby with a member of the National Guard and he told me what he witnessed when he was there. Told me, Harrison, I don't mean to say this in any kind of negative way, but there were people that I was with that was that was really trying to provoke people. Tear gas being thrown, this and that being said. Everything being thrown at these people, trying to get them and trying to get a reaction out of them just so they can use their force. He apologized to me and I had nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it at all. Morning, man. Nothing much, though. He had nothing to do with it. But he still felt the need to apologize to me because he knew the way that I was and he knew how I felt about everyone. Because like I said, I don't run around waving my black card around like most people I know. That everything is... And I don't mean to discredit anybody. I'm not. But a lot of people... And these aren't the people that I know, these aren't the people that I talk to because we've had a lot of healthy conversations about why I view the society the way that I view society. And we both came off understanding each other's views. Do I know that they'll turn their back on me at a, at a moment's notice? Yes, because my own family has at times. My own family has turned their back on me at times. So if I see my family is doing it, if I see my family is trying to harm me, yeah, of course I know what another person would. Of course I know another person would. Like I said, do I view it as... Am I woke, so to speak? Yeah, I've been woke since 1982. I've been aware since 1982. I've been woke and a part of something and ready to fight and angry since I can remember. I don't need a cause. I don't need nothing to happen. Like I said, do I understand the frustration? Yes, you should too. You should understand the frustration. You should understand the frustration. All you have to do is put yourself in their shoes. But you really don't even have to do that. Just turn on the TV. Turn on your phone or just take a walk outside. Take a walk outside. The person you just heard me speak to was a white dude. Both of them, actually, if you're still listening to this podcast, both men I spoke to walking here were white 
Did I greet them in a derogatory way? Did they greet me in a derogatory way? No, that has to be provoked. I wish I could document my entire day. I actually could, but I just don't want to because I tell you enough about it. I see plenty of different people from plenty of, plenty of different walks of life. Old women, old men, young men, young women, family, single people, everybody. And I met with hatred. I met with indifference. I met with love. I met with understanding from a lot of different people. Do they understand the frustration and the anger and the pain? Yes. But as I tell people all of the time, if you want to care about a black life, if you want to care about a black life, And I know plenty of people who have done certain things. Plenty of people. When we're all around each other and they say, I hate policemen, they don't care about black life. And I look at these men and I tell them, if you cared about a black life, you will not shoot without thought. You will not murder another man for where he lives. You will not murder another man for what kind of shoes he has on. You will not murder another man because he accidentally bumped into you or you had an argument. You would value that black life just as much as you do when a fucking cop kills him. I'm not trying to say it's on us, but hey... For black lives to matter, for white lives to matter, for oriental lives to matter, for hispanic lives to matter, for fucking dogs and fucking cats, you must take care and love and honor each other first. I do a lot of quoting the Tupac. It ain't them that's killing us, it's us that's killing us. It ain't them that's knocking us off, it's us that's knocking us off. It's like I tell the people, that's just one man that that cop killed. Albeit it was wrong. It was murder. It was senseless. But how much black on black violence goes on? Look at Chicago. That's territorial. That's not personal. You just live in a different part of fucking Chicago. Just because you represent a block that isn't yours, you got to die because I see you in that section that you shouldn't be in. You have to die. Babies, infants, mothers, sisters, whatever, innocent lives. Every, when you look at it, every fucking life is innocent. What did this person do to you to cause them to, to, to cause you to blow their head off? What did he do to that? What did he do to that cop? Nothing. He didn't kill him. He didn't. He didn't shoot him. But he murdered him. What did he do to him? Nothing. What is black on black violence? Most of it can't be explained. I will harm you if you if you harm my loved ones. We can all agree on that, right? If you harm my loved ones, yes, I will harm you. Yes, that's anger. That's 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 reason to fight. 
If you harm my innocent children, my innocent wife, my little brother, my mother, my friends. If it's, if it's just senseless, then yes, regardless of the color. Regardless. That's the only way I feel that there should be just since I, I, I'm angry, I'm trying to calm down, but that's the only way I feel that there should be violence right there. And not even murder, you know, just, just, hey, you harm. Now you got to face the repercussions to that, whatever that may be. Like I said, am I angry? Hell yeah, I'm angry. Hell yeah, I'm angry. Like I said, we have to value ourselves for society to see that they can't break us. Because they sure try to. They sure try to break us. They sure try to divide us. And they know just how to do that. They know just how to do that. You have to care about your neighbor. Care about this life. Give a damn about the next man. Who cares what he has on? What he buys? What kind of car he drives? What his woman looks like? Who gives a fuck? Get out there and get something for yourself. There's plenty around. Plenty of opportunity. Plenty of ways to gain. You do not have to hate. And I understand you hate what's going on with police brutality. But what about our brutality? What about our brutality? That must stop first. That must end. That must end. What should have happened in that video was what I saw happen in LA yesterday. There were protesters. There was a cop trying to choke a young individual. And everybody around him said, no, this is not happening again. And they beat the hell out of that cop. And after they beat that cop off of that man, they lifted that cop up and they pulled him out of there. They lifted him up and they pulled him out of there. And a couple of people who were hitting him were talking to him, calming him down. And they moved him out of that area. We're not letting you do this. Multiple people, black, white, Hispanic, they beat the shit out of that cop. And they picked him up, moved him along, said, please leave. I've watched a person say, officer, please leave. Yeah, he was mad. Yeah, he was mad he got his ass whooped. I don't think he knew it was on camera, but he was mad he got his ass whooped. People coming together. People showing that hatred will not win. I've seen a group... A group of white people 
And I only mention color because this is how I'm trying to paint it to you. I've seen a group of white people standing in front of a group of black protesters in between the police officers. There was two rows of at least 200 white people standing in front of at least 50 black protesters. Just to prove the point that your only your only aim is you hate these people for what they look like. You need to listen to what they're saying because we're saying the same thing. The only difference is I look just like you, so you're not going to crack my head. It's powerful when we all have the same goal. When we all have the same goal. When we all have the same goal, we're powerful and we can't be stopped. You have a wall. You have a wall right in front of you. Picture a wall right in front of you. You and about 10 of your 10 people have sledgehammers. This is a wall. You and about 10 people have sledgehammers. These are 10 different individuals. They look different, come from different walks of life, different clothes, different views, different language. But I bet if you all hit that wall in the same spot, one right after the other, it'll fall much quicker than you're trying to hit your own individual piece. Your own individual brick, you're trying to prove a point. But if you come together and hit that wall at the same, in the same spot, It'll fall. It'll fall. And that's what I saw. I seen a lot of people yesterday coming together for the same goal. Yes, there wasn't. Yes, there was rioting. Yes, there was looting. Yes, there was things being burned down. Yeah. Of course it was from Atlanta to L.A. to uh, I want to say a couple of other states to Minnesota, of course. These people were coming together. But all I'm saying is is for it to end, we have to care. We have to care about the next man. We have to care about the next man. We have to care about the next life. All I want to do is make it home through all of this brutality. That's all I tell myself every day. I just want to make it home. I just want to make it back home. That's it. I want to make it back home. Been going through, been going through enough with this COVID thing, hoping this ends, trying to make it through this, trying to get the world back to normal, trying to keep my kids from going insane. And now I have, I have to deal with my children asking me questions about daddy why why do we hate why did they hate why did he kill that man i don't want that to happen to you on top of not bringing them home a deadly disease use your brain use your brain and look at this situation we have to end this. We have to end it. I love you all, and you know that. 
If you if you if you're listening to this podcast, you probably, you most likely follow me on Instagram. And you know I love all. I love all, and I try to give as much of myself as I can. There's plenty for all of us. You do not have to hate the next man for what he has. And everybody is saying that we must have a day where we don't spend a dollar. I think it's coming up where we don't spend a dollar or whatever. I think there should be a day where we don't kill one another. Let's try for that. I could, I mean, yeah, hurting them in their pockets will hit. But just for a day? No, go for a week. But if we stop senseless violence just for one day, stand together, all of us, black, white, all of us. So, stand together, all of us. I think that'll put more of a dent in how they see us. You know, I love you all. Like I said, there's going to be another episode in a couple of days that I already pre-uploaded. But I just wanted to get this one out. Because I want you all to know that we must stand together. Patience is a podcast.